Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Salutes, everybody. It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay? I'm back at it again. All right? It is time to talk. We have a lot to discuss. Listen, this New York Jets football team, we're 6-3 and three right now, going up against these Patriots. We got to go up to their spot. We got to go up to Foxborough, handle business. All right? We win this game. We could end up being first in the AFC East. It's a lot to discuss with this New York Jets football team, and we're going to get into it all. Let me go ahead and kick off the show. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, your boy is on iTunes, okay? Go on over to iTunes, search The Long Beach Joe Show, subscribe to the podcast over there, all right? Hit that, hit that subscription button over there, and also leave your boy some feedback. You know what I'm saying? Leave me a five-star rating. Let me know how you folks feel about what I'm doing over here. So go ahead and hit that. You know what I'm saying? Your boy is also on social media as well in other spots. I'm on Twitter. Go on over to Twitter at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter, okay? You can check on me over there. My personal page is at YoungJ000. Again, at YoungJ00. Listen, follow me. I'll follow you right back. Let's go back and forth and talk about this football team. I'm also on YouTube as well. I have people hit me up all the time and be like, whoa, Joe, I didn't know. You know, you're on YouTube. You do the show live. Yes, we do the show live, okay? We do live game reactions. I post other content as well. Come on over to YouTube, okay, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay, go on over there and do that, hit that subscription button, hit that notification bell, so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, you know, a lot of people will be, hey, Joe, you're looking good, man, we didn't know you did live, you got a voice for radio, you got a face for TV, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not cocky, I'm not arrogant, thank you, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people are feeling how your boy looks, thank you, salutes to everybody, Come on over to YouTube and check me out live again. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets. Subscribe and hit that notification bell. Listen, we've got a lot to discuss. we got a lot to discuss tonight, people. So many things going on with the New York Jets. So many, things, so many great things going on with us. And a lot of questions going forward as well. We're going to be talking about Zach Wilson, the upcoming matchup against the Patriots. Again, we got injuries. But before we get to that, everyone knows that here on the Long Beach Joe Show, I'm all about positively impacting my community, doing whatever I can to spread the word about all the good things that people are doing. And we're going to be speaking to Amy Costa tonight from the Community Food Bank of New Jersey about all that they're doing in this time. As we know, this is Thanksgiving coming up. There's a lot of people out there that may be food insecure. So we're going to talk to Amy really quickly and have her speak to us about everything that they're doing over there at the Community Food Bank of New Jersey and how they're impacting the community. Amy, I want to thank you for coming on to the Long Beach Joe Show tonight. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thank you so much for having me tonight. I'm excited to be here and talking with you about our mission at CFCNJ. Absolutely, absolutely. And this is what I'm all about. And, again, I want to thank all of, you know, I want to thank you and everyone else that does so much over there to impact this community. Now, 
we talk about all the things that you folks do over there at the Community Food Bank, help a lot of people out. What are some of the challenges that you face attempting to provide food for those that are food insecure? Yeah, you know, right now it's a really interesting time when we're talking about food insecurity. Um, Coming out of in this, you know, what we hope is the post-pandemic world, we have 650,000 people in New Jersey who are food insecure. When you put that into context, it's one of every 13 people. And even further, that's one of every 11 children in New Jersey because about 175,000 kids are classified in this category Um, And that's really challenging because the need is great, right? But then you also kind of layer in the context of, you know, consumer prices are up, food prices are up year over year, 11.2%. And also in New Jersey, we've also taken a wage hit where people are making about 3% less than they did last year in new jobs. And that's really challenging in, in terms of the amount of people we need to serve and also just the experience that they're having. On top of that, you know, there's a ton of supply chain issues in terms of availability for food and cost. So, um, you know, it's a challenging time, and we really need your help. Yeah. Yes. Uh, wow. You dropped some real knowledge there. And even, like you said, people <laughs> taking wage hits. What are, what are some of the things, because there's a lot of people that really think that the food bank only is concerned with people that are homeless. What do you say to those that don't know that you folks deal with a lot of people that are working poor and are still trying to get their next meal? I I would say that the homeless community in New Jersey is one that we faithfully serve, um, but that the face of food insecurity and hunger is different from what we once thought it was. Um, And, you know, it could be your neighbor or the person walking by you at work that is making a decision between buying diapers for their baby or dinner for their for themselves that night. You know, people are put in, uh, you know, really hard positions. Um, and we really work to, you know, at Community Food Bank New Jersey, we work to try and not only serve those who are in need, but, you know, find a resolution for this in the end. Um, you know, our goal is to end hunger, but in the meantime, when we can't, uh, we, we serve those um, and they're not just homeless people, it's everybody. Yeah, 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 I'm telling you. There's a lot of people, and I've had a lot of discussions with people, and I, I speak to them about the Community Food Bank in New Jersey, and I say, hey, listen, like you said as well, the face is there's a lot of people out there working that still can't get to their next meal. And like I said, and I, yep. I applaud you folks and all the work that you do because you folks are helping them as well. Now, can you fill us in about your upcoming turkey drive? Tell us all about that and how exciting is it to have that event on the horizon? It is so exciting for us. It's, it, we, we say it's our busiest time of year, but it's also our favorite time of year. You know, it has a bit of a sad backdrop for us because those who are food insecure are trying to put, you know, everyday food on their table every day. Um, and when it comes to a holiday, it makes it that much more important to us that people are able to celebrate in the traditional ways, which is having a turkey on your table. Um, and due to the avian flu this year and supply chain issues, turkey costs are up a ton. Um, and on top of that, you know, we, we see those numbers of people who are uh, food insecure rising and, and the ability for them to go out and buy a turkey is even more of a hardship. Um, and so this weekend on November 19th and 20th, we are hosting our 22nd annual food drive. There are more than 70 sites across the state. Um, 
staff, volunteers, and community partners are going to be asking for donations of turkeys at churches and uh, other religious communities, uh, uh, retail stores. And so we just ask that if you see uh, us out there, give us a wave, support us, um, and donate if at all possible. Um, our goal this year is to distribute more than 37,000 turkeys and roasters for this Thanksgiving. Um, and then in addition to that, 19,000 holiday boxes, which contain all the thick things, right? So gravy and stuffing and all those, all those other hearty things that go on the side for this holiday meal. Wow. And again, we're speaking with Amy Costa, the Senior Director of Supply Chain Logistics with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Again, please get in contact with them any way that you can. CFBNJ.org, the website you can check out with them. Listen, Amy, it's been phenomenal speaking with you. Before I let you go, can you please tell yep. our audience how they can get involved with volunteering or donating to the, to the Community Food Bank? Yep. There's really four core ways that we ask for our community to get involved. The first is to give funds. For every dollar that you contribute, that provides three meals for those in need. To volunteer, if you go to cfbnj.org, you can donate or find opportunities for volunteerism to help us repack boxes and help get food out. Um, to give food, so participate in local drives, consider hosts at your work. Again, you can find those details on cfbnj.org. And then also last is just give your voice and to talk to others about how people in New Jersey are food insecure and to just create awareness that this is going on. Yes. Amy, it has been phenomenal speaking with you tonight. Again, I want to thank you for all that you do for the community with the Food Bank. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. You have yourself a good night, all right? All right. Thank you so much. Have a great show, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. You have yourself a good night. Listen, that was phenomenal. Again, Amy Costa working with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, cfbnj.org. Please get involved with them any way that you can, folks. Man, what a, what, a, what a show. We started off real hot, man. I really love helping the community. But now it is time to talk, folks, all right? It is time to talk Jets, and, boy, do we have quite a bit to discuss here. We're going to get to the callers in just a second. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Listen, the New York Jets are sitting in a position right now. We're 6-3. We're coming off of a bye. We're in second place currently. In the AFC East, all right? We're in second place currently in the AFC East. Talk to you. you know what I'm saying? Who would have thought? You know, we snuck up on them boys and handle business, all right? Now, we got this Patriots uh, team coming up. We're going to be going up to their, you know, stadium up there in Foxborough. If we can get this W, we could end up first place in the AFC East, all right? So, the first thing I'm starting to look at when I look at this upcoming game, and, again, I'll give you my summary really quickly before we get to the lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. Lines are open. Everyone, please be patient on the line. First thing I'm looking at is New York Jets coaching, okay? This was an issue in the last game. We saw that there were some problems with some adjustments. There was also some problems before the half as well that costed us too. Can this New York Jets coaching staff, Sella, LaFleur, Overage, get these guys 
going in the right direction, get everybody with their hair turned in the right direction, coming off of a bye and going on the road against the Patriots. That is going to be a huge challenge for them. All right? I want to see, make sure that this team is ready and focused. Also need to see better second-half adjustments, okay? The Patriots literally are known for that. That's what they do, okay? They adjust better than pretty much everybody else in the NFL. That's why they've won Super Bowls. That's why they've constantly been competing for playoff games, all of that stuff, right? That's why they've dominated our division for so long is because the adjustments, the situational football, they're always in a position to take victory out of the jaws of defeat. That's what they do. So you need to be fully prepared and have every man ready to go looking, watching, to get every single nook and cranny of leverage that you possibly can from a coaching perspective. Listen, Bilicek is on the other side of that line, you know. He's on the other sideline, and we all know that that guy, and we can't stand his guts, you know, but guess what? He's one of the greatest coaches, if not the greatest coach, to ever be in the NFL. So you have to make sure that your guys have their heads screwed on correctly and they're ready to go. Also, I'm concerned about the penalties. New York Jets, we've had, a, had an issue with penalties this season. You give up free yardage. You can continue to, to give the Patriots first downs with roughing the passer calls or you know, roughing or rushing or, uh, you know, uh, illegal hits or anything like that. Any little piece of leverage that you give the Patriots, they are going to take. So we've got to be careful of that as well and be mindful because penalties against the Patriots will cost you. They will find a way to get those points. Offensively, I'm looking at the Jets and I'm saying Zach Wilson has got to take care of the football in this game. He's got to be better than he was last time. All right, last time we played the Patriots, I think we lost 22-17. to 17. That was one of the worst games I have ever seen from Zach Wilson. It was bad. I'm talking bad. He looked terrible in that football game, man. Oh, it was bad, man. He threw three picks in that game. He was running around. He was forcing things, trying to play hero ball. He's got to clean that up. He cannot do that. And, again, in that game, he was cooking early. Things were looking solid, but he started to melt down late, and there was a lot of issues uh, down the stretch with him trying to run outside the pocket and throw the ball to, to force the ball, excuse me, into, you know, guys that just weren't open. And he ended up throwing a lot of, you know, interceptions in that game. So he's got to be mindful about what he's doing with the football. He's got to be smarter with the football, and he's got to take what the defense gives him. Not everything has to be super sexy, okay? Not everything has to be 40 yards down the field. Make the easy throws and get rolling, okay? That's all you got to do. Make the boring throws. If it's, throwing, if it's getting outside, throwing the ball away to survive for another play, do that. But if you're throwing picks, guess what you're doing? You're giving the Patriots good offensive field position, and they're going to find a way to punch it in and take the game away. Do not put us in a bad position. I think that if Zach Wilson plays within the system and handles business, I think we'll be solid. Also, the New York Jets are going to be facing pressure as well. That's going to be a big question again for Zach because he struggled against pressure this year. He's got to clean that up, see things faster, quicker, be able to dissect things faster, you know, understand what's going on out there with the defense. But the offensive line, they've got to pick up some pressure as well. Again, we have some injuries. Max Mitchell is supposed to – well, he's actually at practice, uh, you know, this week. He's return, he was returning to practice from the IR, so we'll see – if they activate him. Now, that opens up about a three-week window for him where they can activate him. Maybe they activate him this week. We'll see. Uh, but, again, George Fant, he's still on the IR. It's looking like he's going to be out for at least another week. Uh, you, you look at Corey Davis as well. Corey Davis is day-to-day. 
uh, at wide receiver as well with his knee injury. So there are some hits that we have taken on offense, but particularly along the offensive line. Herbig has been playing solid. Uh, Cedric Odebushi, so we'll see what happens going forward. I'm wondering if they put Max Mitchell back in this week and kind of shake the offensive line up again with a change of right tackle. So we'll see what happens going forward with Max Mitchell and see if he's actually going to be out there. But, again, he's going to be returning coming off that knee injury. Uh, Then you look at the situation with the running game. The New York Jets only had 51 yards rushing the last time that we played the Patriots. It cannot happen. We've got to go out there and run the football effectively and get things rolling early. Carter and Robinson, healthy dose of those guys opening things up, I think makes the game a lot easier for Zach Wilson down the stretch. I'm also looking to see what Mike LaFleur is going to be able to do with Elijah, Elijah Moore. Put the guy back in the slot. Can we get some plays that are going to find some ways to get this guy targeted, get the ball in his hands, and get rolling? Because I understand the Jets fans are upset with him. I get it. I know that he didn't handle the situation correctly. There's a lot of issues with him you know, requesting that trade. I completely understand the frustration and anger from a lot of Jets fans. But guess what? He's still a New York Jet. He's one of, he's one of Zach, Wilson's, Zach Wilson's targets. LaFleur has to find a way to get the guy to, the ball in his hands, whether it's handing the ball off to him, whether it's, again, designing plays to specifically get him the ball. We've got to do something to get this guy out there because he's, he's got talent. He's really good. We saw that last season. We were excited about this season, and things have kind of you know, went haywire there in that, that situation. But we've got to find a way to get Elijah Moore targeted. Garrett Wilson, I expect him to definitely find a way. He had a pretty solid game last game as well and played the Patriots. I want to see his impact, especially, again, with Corey Davis day-to-day. It's looking like he's probably not going to play at this point. He's still dealing with that knee injury, but we will see. Uh, again, the Patriots corners, Mills and Jones, I'm not scared of those guys at all. But I'm also looking to see what happens with Tyler Conklin. This was a guy that had a very solid game against the Patriots last time. He's really turned into a really good security blanket for Zach Wilson. I think last game he had 79 yards and I think a touchdown or two touchdowns, I think it was, on the last game. So I want to see what happens with the tight end position with Tyler Conklin and how he's going to be used to attack this Patriots defense. Uh, you also got to look at the situation again, man. This Patriots pass rush is serious business, all right? They got wise. They got Judon. They got Bentley. How is Mike LaFleur going to draw things up so that Zach Wilson is not on his butt all game? And they will be bringing blitzes, all right? I want to see how this Jets offense handles the pressure. Then you look at the Jets' defense. The pass rush has got to be on it, all right? We got to get after Mac Jones. We got to put him on his butt. We saw last game when you put pressure on him, that turns into turnovers. And Andrews, their starting center, he's dealing with a concussion. We'll see if he clears the concussion protocol. But at this point, he is questionable for this week as well. Then you also got Ramondre Stevenson. He's must be stopped at all costs. Again, we're without uh, Sheldon Rankins, who's dealing with an elbow injury. Looks like he's going to be out four to six weeks at this point. I'm looking to see how the New York Jets defensive line steps up. Solomon Thomas, Vinnie Curry, Quinnen Williams, John Franklin Myers, you know, Bryce Huff, who's been playing great, Carl Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, who's now back out there. We got to keep things rolling. We got to stop the run against the Patriots because this guy, Stevenson, they hand the ball off to him, and they just let him run wild. He also comes out the backfield and catches the football as well. He's kind of like their, their guy. He's their big playmaker, to be completely honest, that I'm the most worried about. I'm also concerned with Hunter Henry and John U. Smith. You know, the New York Jets have had a history of struggling with tight ends. <laughs> All right? I want to see if our linebacking core is going to be able to handle these guys in coverage. Because let me tell you something. You let those boys get rolling – Boy, oh, boy, you're going to have some big problems. So 
I'm really looking to see what happens there as well. Expect Whitehead to come down and help cover some of those tight ends. And then you look at Myers and Parker, the, the uh, Patriots wide receivers. Parker's dealing with a little bit of an injury right now. But uh, Sauce and Reed, I think, is going to lock those guys down. I'm not as concerned about those wide receivers because I think our secondary is going to be ha- able to handle business there. But, uh, you know, the New York Jets have definitely got to go in there and handle business. Again, we're going into Foxborough. That place is a cold place. Okay, We've got to be ready to the nines because if you're not, boy, the Patriots will absolutely dominate you there and take the game away. So, We'll we'll get to these lines, man. I can go on all day. I'm talking all day about this football game. I'm excited about it. Again, if the Jets can get this W, we'll be first in the AFC East, all right? So, listen, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. We're about to get to the lines. Please like the stream if you're watching me, wherever you're watching me from. Also, share the stream as well with your friends and your family across the social media. Subscribe if you have not subscribed, and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you like to give to the stream, the Super Chat is there, all right? If you don't want to hit the Super Chat, the Cash App is at the bottom of the screen, okay? All right? So if you want to give to the platform, any way you give to the platform, it is greatly appreciated, all right? Again, I know I have new callers, you know what I'm saying? Salutes, everybody, I can see you. All right, don't call in and hang up, call in and hang up. When you call in, stay on the line and I'll get to you. Just be patient and also do not curse on my show. I don't allow cursing. So one thing I don't, all right? All right, I ain't got time for that, okay? You curse on my show, I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. <laughs> Faster than we got Adam Gaze out of here. Get out of here. Well, it's a different time. It's a different day over here. So we're going to get to these lines again. 515 is the number call in. First caller I'm going to, I think this is my guy, Val. I think this is my guy, Val. We're going to go to the Skype first, all right? Is this my guy, Val? Is this Val? Joe, let's go. Yeah, hold on. Before, listen, for those of you that do not know Val, oh, he's a Listen, Val, it's time to talk, man. It's time to talk. Let's we got go. the Patriots, okay, coming up, all right? A lot to discuss here. We're 6-3. We're and three. We could end up first in the AFC East if we get this W, right? Right now we're second. As you look at this upcoming Patriots game, what are your expectations for Zach Wilson, man? We know he played bad in the last one. Do you expect him to rebound in this upcoming game? I don't think he played bad in the last one. I think he was like he he was he played fine. You don't he played. No, I Three don't think picks? he played too bad. I, I think he 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 was fine. He he maintained his his game. He didn't do too much to mess up or anything like that. But his accuracy was a little bit off. But he was fine. He was efficient. But I really? feel like this game. He was, was terrible in the last game. I bow. He threw. He threw three picks in the last game, and two of those interceptions oh, were no, no, the no, worst interception I've ever seen. Oh, no, I was talking about the Bills. No, we're talking Bills Patriots. Game. No, yeah, no, we're oh, talking yeah, Patriots. The last Darwin. Patriots game, yeah, he looked terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Val, Val call in. Val call in. He's crazy, man. Val on here. Just smoking crack. 
I'm like, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? Oh, I was talking perspective. about the Bills game. I thought you were talking about the yeah. last week. Um, last week's game. <laughs> no, no. So give me, give me your thoughts, man, about this. Uh, again, he's matching up with the Patriots again this week. Do you think he bounces back and has a better game against this against the Patriots going up there to Foxborough than he did the first time this year? For sure, I think he's gonna have a better game this this time around with more experience, and he he has more idea of how the Patriots play, especially with their defense. They love to take away their the first coverage, the first open person. They love to take away that first coverage that you first see. So then that makes you examine the the field a little bit more, and they have the defenders coming at you because they're sending the blitz. So. I feel like he's going to play a little bit better. I feel like the game plan is going to be better for the offense, you know, for the offensive coordinator to draw up a better place for Zach Wilson to make it easier for him. Yeah. So when you look at the situation, are you concerned about him continuing to struggle against pressure? We've seen that have a big impact on him this season. The Broncos, he was bad. Uh, he just struggles and kind of stares at the refs. Are you concerned about that? going against these Patriots because you know they're going to send guys because they know that. Yeah, man. I can't even lie, man. Like, I, I feel like that's his Achilles heel. He has to work on pressure. This He's going to see it. So he knows he's going to see it. He went against the Bills. This, to be honest, these whole, a lot of these games, they've been fighting against really good defense. So he, I hope he gets adjusted to it and he knows what he's going to see. And I feel like, you know, I, I feel like he, he might thrive. He just got to run forward. Just like I said, stop running back, run forward, and try to run for that first down. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look at the situation with our, 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 our run forward, y'all y'all be killing me. When you look at the situation with our offensive line, right, uh, Max mm-hmm. Mitchell is supposed to be back at practice. Do you think the New York Jets will shake up the line again by implementing him back into the starting lineup and taking Abushi out, do you think that's something they'll do this week, or do you think they'll just allow him to kind of work himself back in and have the offensive line go out there as as it is right now with Herbig and Abushi out there at right tackle and Herbig out there at right guard? I, I mean, to be honest, I gotta I gotta give the offensive line, you know, for the backups to actually stand, you know, actually doing their thing because I thought it was gonna be horrendous how they they you know they was but they actually been stepping up and actually been really solid for us you know but i just feel like you know um it is it, basically coming down to the uh, how how he feels during the game and how he performs if he feels 100 percent that he could go then i i say let's bring him back um in the offensive line but so far i feel comfortable with the offensive line even though this is going to be a tough defensive line but you know mm-hmm. I, I say bring if he's if he's up to it, I don't want him to get re-injured again. You know that's the worst okay. thing to happen. Okay. Are you expecting a big game from Elijah Moore? Do you think that we'll see Mike Lafleur make a concerted effort to get this guy the ball? We gotta give this man the ball, man. I, I feel so bad for him at times because I feel like the thing is, man, like he hasn't touched the ball since the Dolphins game, and that was a long time ago, and that was only one reception. So he only had one catch that Dolphins game, and that was the last time he ever touched the ball. So I hope he gets more um, more um, touches on offense, and we need to draw a better plays. And I also want us to get Berrios involved as well, too, with the Wildcat. I, I, I see we're kind of going away from that, 
because I think we did it a little bit too much. So, But I definitely think we need to get that defense off track and stuff, get them off balance, because that's a good defense that we're about to go against. Yeah, yeah, it is. Now, going to the defensive side of the ball with Javal, do you think this defensive line will be able to get pressure without rankings? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is this is – this is the most comfortable I feel about the defensive line because we're bringing the defense. Joe, we finally got a pass rushing team. Finally. Yeah. Finally. We're bringing pressure yeah. to the quarterback. We sacked him a whole bunch of times. He was feeling the pressure, and he threw an interception, but it got called back because I guess we're going against Cobra Kai. I'm not sure. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the officials. They're getting paid off. I don't know, man, but I just hope, you know, we could definitely do what we did last time and we was basically stopping the man, and especially the on the, the D-line. Yeah. Now, man, listen, how concerned are you about Ramadre Stevenson? This is a guy that they hand the ball off to. He comes out the backfield. Do you think this Jets defense will be able to key on him and get a stop? That's the running back, right? Yeah, that's their running back, their guy. That's that's, that's their big playmaker offensively. I'm glad you brought this up because that's exactly what they love to do. They love to do the um the wheel route with the running yep. back. That's exactly they love yep. to um. That's what that's what, that's what's going to come down to. It's not going to come down to the secondary or the defensive line. I'm very comfortable with that. It's the defensive um. It's the the linebackers. The linebackers are going to have a lot of work this on um, this game because I've seen they target the linebackers a lot. But yes, I feel like. We have to stop that wheel route, and we we got to be aware that that's going to happen. So, you know, I just feel like, you know, um, if they watch film and stuff, that they know that's coming because, that, like you said, that's their playmaker. So they're going to really go with that because they don't really throw deep because they already know our secondary is very strong, so they're going to target our linebacker the whole game. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking facts. Now, my final question for you, Val. When you look at the situation, do you think the New York Jets will continue to have the issues with penalties? How big of a concern is that for you going into this game against the Patriots? The penalties. Um, yeah, we got we to gotta really – listen, we're going into Foxborough. I mean, Gillette Stadium. We're going to Gillette Stadium. We have to. Yeah. We have to keep the penalties down. We, we cannot – you know, we got to be efficient. We got to treat this like a playoff game. Every game – from here on out is a playoff game atmosphere. We have to, you know, make sure we don't make no mistakes to hurt the team at all. We have to keep, you know, this is going to come down to coaching as well too. You got two weeks to prepare and stuff, so you know we got to get back on our our our, our heels. You know. Yeah. No, you're talking facts now, Val. Before I let you go, man, give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up, man? Joe, we getting our revenge. 24-17, mm. Jets win. Let's go, Jets. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Listen, Val, I got to let you go, man. Let's get that we number got one other callers. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we, 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 I'm telling you, we get this W, we can get it. I got to slide off, man. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? Yes, sir. You too, man. Everybody like and subscribe to the page, man, and keep it up, Joe. Keep going. Absolutely. Thank you so much, my friend. Listen, we'll keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. 
call in. We're talking Patriots. We're talking Jets, man. This is going to be an exciting game here. I'm telling you, there's a lot to discuss, especially, again, Max Mitchell, IR, you turn to practice. I want to see if the Jets are going to try to shake up the O-line and implement him back in this week. We'll see what happens. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to 973. 973, we're coming directly to you. All right, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. My first question for you, man, Jets are coming off a bye, going on the road. Do you think Sulla will have this team ready to face the Patriots going on the road, man? Absolutely. Look, I mean, we beat Miami. We've beaten uh, Buffalo. No one thought they were going to be able to beat Buffalo. I mean, they're doing some things that um, that the fans didn't think was possible. I mean, nobody thought it was going to be 6-3 and three at this point in the season this year. Sulla has really shaped up this team. So I think going to Foxborough, I think our chance look pretty good to win this game. We just got to watch the penalties because that's been the killer for us, you know, in, in some of these games, and especially going up at Foxborough where they seem to favor uh, that team that shall be nameless. Uh, so that's what, we have, <laughs> that's what we have to keep our eye on. Or is that no, yeah, them? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, listen, there's, there's, we definitely have gotten some – some tough calls go up against us, especially playing the Patriots. But this season, we've had an issue getting being heavily penalized. Or even just yes. penalties in critical situations. We've seen roughing the passer calls, particularly on John Franklin Myers, that help extend people's drives. Yep. Really just, just dumb stuff, ticky-tack stuff that have actually put yeah. us in a bad position. Now, with that being said, man, when you continue to bang on coaching, because, again, we're playing the Patriots. Bilicek is on that other sideline. How concerned are you about second-half adjustments with this Jets staff? Do you think they'll be able to make it the proper adjustments? Because we saw in the last game, yes. the second half is where the Patriots really got loose and took the game over. Are you concerned mm-hmm. about the Jets being able to match them with the second-half adjustments in this upcoming game? Concerned a little, but not overly concerned. I mean, because, you know, we came alive in the second half in the game against Buffalo, so I think we can uh, carry on and make the adjustments in the second half. You know, remember mm. this is not the same. This is not the same Patriots team that you know we had with Brady and and uh, Rocker. It's, it's a different. It's a different uh, team this year. The last couple of years, so I think you know you know we can handle them now a lot better than we did with them when we had Brady and the Gronk. So this is going to yep. be a very interesting game coming on Sunday. Yeah. So when you look at the situation offensively for the Jets, I think one of the biggest things that we're all looking at and wondering about. Is Zach Wilson. We want to see how he's going to be able to come come out off a bye against the Patriots, who we've seen really give him yeah. fits over his, you know, so far in his career here. There's a lot of fans though that are saying that he needs to come out and throw for over 300 yards against the Patriots and whip the ball around, and that's the only way that they'll consider that he's turned the corner. Do you agree with that line of thinking? 300 yards, uh, I think that's a little bit much to ask for. I'll start for about 200. So I think that'll be, I think that'll be just enough. 300 is a little bit much to ask for. Okay. So you're looking to see him just come out and play within the system and make the throws that are there. That's going to be for you the the way that you kind of right. see if he's dialed in or not. Yes. As someone who's followed the okay. Jets since 1975, I I would know. <laughs> How concerned are you about his struggles against pressure? Do you think that he'll be able to kind of get better at that, especially against the Patriots, because they're going to bring the blitz. Do you think he'll be able to deal with the pressure that they're going to bring? He doesn't have a choice. He has to have to deal with that. Otherwise, that's, when it, that's going to kill us. 
that that Patriots blitz, you know, is always going to kill up for us. That's what's been our biggest problem against 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 them. So yeah, yeah. he has to watch out for the blitz. How important is it in your mind for the New York Jets running game to get going early in this football game? Well, they have to get yes, they have to go to a running start because once the Patriots you know get the running start, they're they're like a machine. So we had to find a way how to outrun them early and often. Yeah, and not yeah. the same mistakes we've done in, in the last game. Yeah, you're talking facts. We've got to get rolling and again. The last game uh, we played against them, we only had 51 yards rushing. That we've got to get our that was pathetic. rushing totals up. Yeah, that was that was not not a good effort again, especially when we are a ground and pound run first that was kind an of effort? team here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when you look at Michael Carter, you look at James Robinson. We have to get rolling with those two guys. But another guy that a lot of people are looking at as well is Elijah Moore. Are you expecting a big input or a big impact from him in this football game now that he's been moved to the slot? Are you expecting him to get the football in his hands early and often, you know, from this offensive staff? Do you think that they'll absolutely key in on him in this game and have him go out there and really kind of be the weapon X to destroy the Patriots? Well, I hope so because every not every team has an Achilles heel, but I think Moore has been our Achilles heel on the team, so he really needs to step up here. Because if he doesn't, you know, it could be a, you know, it could be a long afternoon for him. You know, I've watched play. I'm not, I'm, I haven't been that impressed with Moore uh, so far. He's the only one that's been, you know, the major downside of the Jets. Yeah. So I'm hoping he can get so him in shape. Yeah, I'm hoping that he steps up. And again, he just kind of got lost in the sauce with all of the stuff that we have going on offensively, especially when our running game is really get going. <laughs> yeah. So when you look at like Brees Hall is having solid games, and a lot of that stuff led to a lot less targets for him and again I know that he's been frustrated with his targets but it kind of is what it is going forward he requested to trade but now that all we moved on from all of that stuff it seems like the Jets offensive staff is going to find him a way to get the ball moving him back to the slot where I thought they shouldn't have moved him out of and you know moving him to the outside was kind of kind of wild he's not that big of a guy getting him back in that slot and allowing him to work those corners I'm telling you, I think he has a big game. Last year against the Dolphins, he had a huge game, and he was being utilized in the slot constantly. He was making big catches and had a big run, had TD in that game, and looked really good. So I'm excited to see Elijah Moore going forward. Now, my final question for you, my friend, is when you look yeah. at this Patriots offense, you're the Jets defense, you're looking at this Patriots offense, what player scares you the most going into this game for this Patriots offense? I don't really think I was uh, scared, you know, because, it, like I said, it's not the same team as it once was. So I'm not really scared with any particular player uh, from that team that shall be nameless. Really? Not you're not concerned about Ramadre? You're not concerned about Ramadre Stevenson? That guy doesn't scare you? Like, none of these guys scare you? Not you're really. Scared. This year, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. So before I let you go, my friend, Give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? It's going to be a very close game. It's going to be a very, I would say, Mark, on the um, defensive side, though. So I'm going to say it's going to be 21-17, Gang Green. And I'll discuss it on my show on Saturday. All right, 21-17, Jeff. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Salute. I want to thank him for calling in. It's all Jets so far. We're 6-3. and three. People are feeling it. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 602 515 
602-963-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers next. I'm going to 973. 973, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this Jets' upcoming game against the Patriots. What are your expectations for Zach Wilson in this football game? Hello? 973, yes, I can hear you. Okay, good, good, good. So, um, my expectation. What's, what's is, your name? Hold on. What's your name? Or what's your oh, name? Yeah, sorry, you Rick. 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 Okay, Rick. Rick from Jersey. Right. I live. Um, okay. Yeah. So, my expectations is for Zach Wilson. Probably slightly different from people. I think we're going to see a little bit more of like Zach Wilson using his legs. Because I feel like okay. one thing is, is like everybody knows at this point, like one of the Achilles heels to Patriots is they don't do well when, um, the you know, the opposing quarterback run a lot, you know. Now, I don't expect okay. like, you know, like um, Josh Allen's number, Lamar's numbers. This probably I, I'm hoping and, and want to expect to see like, Zach Wilson uses legs a little bit more than he has so far this season. Again, just okay. because I think situation, situationally, you know what I mean. Sorry. Um, situationally, is, yeah. It, yeah. I, I feel like this is how you really get to the Patriots and not only that, open up other lanes, like, you know, even for the running backs and, you know, like say passing and stuff. Because, again, then they're going to have to account for even Zach Wilson. I'm pretty sure you so saw the last for, game. So are you Sorry, are you looking for? I don't mean to cut you off, but are you looking for more like designed runs, like uh, you know, some some like run pass options with Zach Wilson? I mean, I understand that uh, with the point of the part of the game that you're talking about, but I think a better usage for Zach Wilson or a better way for our offense to really get rolling is for our running game to get going. I think that handing the ball off to James Robinson, Michael Carter in particular. I think that would be huge. If we can start running the football, we saw the impact that the running game had against the Bills, right? We got the ball on that last drive before we hit the field goal that gave us the W. We took the clock from seven minutes and like 30-something seconds down to like a minute and some change left for them. They blew all their timeouts. That was all Michael Carter and James Robinson just running those guys down their throat. So I get allowing Zach to, you know, do his thing and go out there and make plays with his feet. But I want to see Zach Wilson in this football game be able to get the ball out of his hands quickly because they're going to bring pressure. Bentley, Judon, Wise Jr., they're going to be sending blitzes. We all know that because they know that Zach struggles with pressure. So if you know that that's his M.O., you know that if you bring pressure on this guy, it's either going to end up in a turnover or he's going to you know, do something, try to scramble outside, make a bad decision, and put you in a better position as a defense. I think that it's all about getting the ball out of Zach's hands quickly, about him hitting the check down, making the easy throws, and just doing what the offense access or do, doing what the defense, taking what the defense gives him, and just allowing the offense to flow through him while he plays in the system. That's my opinion on that. Give me your thoughts on that one. So I agree with you for the most part, but again, I also think you should add the like I said, the lakes, like I said, RPOs and stuff like that. Again, a, a well balanced because to me is. Again, this is just my view, is especially like last game, is one of the issues why I feel like comes to play when it um when he makes mistakes and stuff is you can see he's forcing the ball. Even when he uh 
a vase pressure is like, okay, I got to try to make a throw and stuff like that. Versus this, mm-hmm. hey, Zach, look, if you don't see anything, you see a little pressure, if they give you a little space, take a couple of yards here and there, here and there. Like I said, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that should be like a core to the plan, but I think it mm-hmm. should be definitely at part of the plan. Like I said, nothing too much. Again, very similar to, to the Bills game where he had a couple of plays. I think he had like, what, two design runs mm-hmm. during that game or something, something like that. that. Yeah, something similar, but maybe just slightly more. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe like 10, 20% more, you know? Nothing okay. Okay. drastic. Just enough yeah. to keep them honest. Again, and mix it with the runs too. Because again, it's, I think it opened everything else up as well, you know what I'm saying, with the running yeah. and stuff like that. Mix it up. Yeah. Again, um, so, so the short passing, I definitely agree with that too. Huh? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, listen, and I hear you. Yeah, you know, I, I can see the RPOs, and like I said, like you were alluding to as well, the short pass, I think Carter coming out the backfield, being able to get in space, mm-hmm. catch the football, I think that's going to be huge. I think that matchup is going to be there. But another question I want to ask you, Elijah Moore, man, mm-hmm. kind of gotten lost in the sauce of the offense, had some issues, requested a trade, came back, has just been kind of, you know, kind of going out there, doing what the team asked him to do. What are your expectations for him in this game? Do you think he's a guy that will see the offensive coordinators make a concerned effort to get the football? So I'll be all honest. So I, I don't really see it. Now, I see him maybe – I don't expect, like, no breakout game or anything like that. What I expect is, mm. at best, maybe a catch or two during this game. So, like, almost like a stepping stone type of thing where it's like, all right. Wow. Uh, just, just follow me. So, <laughs> follow mm. me. For, no, for ahead, now, I, it's just been I'm mostly just, just practice, practice, mm. getting the feel. And, and, like, maybe this game they're going to kind of peak them, you know, where it's like, okay, all right, listen. Give him one or two throws just to get him get him going. I don't really see him being a real factor. I think they're going to finally let him, you know, throw the ball his way, but I don't expect a lot. Like, to be honest with you, the games I'm thinking of seeing more of Elijah Moore factor are more of the softer games. So, like, the Lions, maybe the Bears, not so much because, the Bears have a, a a pretty decent defense, but like maybe the Lions, um, who, maybe Seahawks. So, but why later later in the season? Not, like I think. But go ahead, go ahead. Why are we waiting? So and this is this is my question. I hear you, Rick, and I don't mean to, to cut you off, but what exactly are we waiting for? You got Corey Davis, who more than likely is probably not going to play at this point. He's still dealing with the the MCL injury. He's day to day. When are we going to get Elijah Moore involved in this offense? What is it going to happen? Because this is a guy again, again like I said, we're in the season. Office. Yeah, but why later? Because again, I'm why going based on what that's, that's what I and I hear what you're saying, but I, what I don't understand is what is the point of having this guy out here with all the talent that we've seen? When we've seen this guy be scary talented, I, when he got drafted, literally people were coming out saying he's the best wide receiver the New York Jets had ever drafted in our franchise history. I'm not lying about that, right? Everybody was saying that the analysts. Guys that, that, you know, the media, the beat writers, the fan base, and then all of a sudden he goes from the best wide receiver the New York Jets have ever drafted to a guy that we don't implement in our offense on a weekly basis. 
Can someone tell me exactly Look, I, I'm just, what's going on with that? I'm going I mean, off of what I, I, I see, kind of like the pattern. I get what you're saying. Trust me. I was yeah. literally saying the same thing for, like, the last two games. Like, okay, this is a good game. I think they're going to – I feel you. Like, it's not that I don't agree with you. It's this you, – you ask me what, do, what I think is going to happen. I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen versus what I want to see. Like I said, I'm just going by this kind of the trend. They seem like right now they're very, very slowly easing Elijah Moore back into the game. You know what I'm saying? Like two games ago, he still had no targets. Then, uh, like, what was it, the Patriots game, I think he had, like, one target. Then the Bills game, I think he had, like, two more, like, two targets, you know, doubled. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm, what I'm – so, like, to me, that's kind of what – again, that's the trend I'm seeing, and that's what's my expectation based on this – what I've seen so far as the trend. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they probably – you, you're probably going to see more of Elijah Moore in this game versus the Bills game but not much more. You know, I think you just – I think again, like I said, I'm going based on the trend. And I think the trend shows that, like, Elijah Moore, like, breakout game is going to be that last three or four games in the season. <laughs> so, wow. again, well, based on the trend. Hear, again, I'm just you. talking about the trend. I you. you. Look at I the trend. It's, it's, it's about the trend, you know. So, I, like, I hear you. I, I, that, I, that's why I'm I saying. Really I'm, I'm not going based on what I want to see. I'm just going based on what the team is showing me. And no, listen, I, I, and I point, hear you. I'm you just, just hoping that just I'm hoping that the New York Jets offensive staff changes that trend because, man, if you're waiting this long to get Elijah Moore involved in the offensive game plan, honestly, you're stunting the growth of Zach Wilson. Because, again, everything that we have on this offense is about allowing Zach to succeed. Okay, everything, mm-hmm. everything that we built, the tight ends, going out and, you know, addressing the offensive line the way we did, and things have broken down there, but we've been able to, to kind of, you know, fix those situations with, with you know, glue and, and duct tape. We've been able to do some of that stuff, getting the patchwork guys in there. But the, the running back we drafted, the tight ends we got, all, everything that we've done, the wide receivers we added, has been all about putting Zach Wilson in the best position to go out there and make plays. If you're not getting Elijah Moore involved in the offense effectively – you're hurting Zach, to be completely honest. And I, I hear what you're saying, but that trend has got to change with Michael Floor, especially, again, if they're moving him back to the slot where we saw immense success from him last season that had people just clamoring to see what he was going to do this season for us offensively, then what are we doing here? We're just blowing through draft picks then. You got Mims who's a second-round pick who's screaming I, to get out of here, and now, and now we got Elijah Moore who's a second-round pick that was screaming to get out of here, feeling like he's not involved in the offense either. It's like, come on, we got to do something, right, Rick? Hey, listen, I agree with you. Trust me, I I really thought, like, these last two games I was going to see Elijah Moore. But, again, I'm just going based on the trend. Um, oh, yeah. And, who again, you, I don't know what they're thinking. I really don't know what they're thinking. Maybe they're thinking, oh, could we, for now, we'll just use A or B or whoever they're thinking of right now. And they think that maybe they think they're going to pull it off like that. We'll see, though. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hopefully, yeah. again, like I said, hopefully at least a couple of good games from Elijah Moore this season. 
you know. So. Yeah. So my final question before I let you go, man, how concerned are mm. you about the New York Jets issues with penalties continuing to be a factor in this upcoming game against the New England Patriots? Oh, that's a tricky one. So, like, um, it's New England, and to me, based on what I've seen, it always seemed like referees, when it comes to calling New England games, they tend to be a little bit ticky-tacky, you know? Um, yeah. Like I said, uh, hopefully the Jets have somewhat of a strategy to mitigate it, but – I'll keep it real. I already expect maybe a couple, even if they play their best. Like I already know it's gonna. We're gonna see some. I expect at least maybe two to three ticky tacky calls. Where it's just like, come on, come on. Like really, okay. really. Again, like you, you mm-hmm. saw in the previous game. So, um, but I'm pretty sure. Like I said. We already know the Jets are aching to play the the Patriots, so I'm pretty sure Robert mm-hmm. Sala has told them, "Hey, look, they're going to be very ticky tacky. You guys got to be very strategic about how you guys are handsy and all this other stuff like that." So I'm pretty sure that he's gonna he's coaching them to make sure to at least minimize the penalties. But the penalties are going to yeah. come. But I okay. think I think they probably have a plan in place to try to minimize the effects. The, okay. the damage All right. penalties are going to have. Listen, Rick, this has been a hot call from you. Before I let you go, man, give me your final score mm-hmm. prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up between the Jets and the Patriots? So I think it's going to be probably like 24 to like maybe 16. No, no, probably a little bit closer to like 24 to like 18 or something like that, where I think the Jets are going to – somewhat dominate they're mm-hmm. and like even though the end score is like close but mm-hmm. i think is this is going to be like a, a game where you know what i'm saying it's a real payback game and they they actually okay. have a bit of a cushion throughout the game and they just let like the 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 patriots get like one extra score towards the end where it's like ah we give you this one we got you okay so, <laughs> so 24 you're saying 24 16 jets right yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, maybe a little okay, bit more, like 18. Yeah. Like, like okay, 24-16, Jets. Go ahead, finish up. All right. No, no, I say 18-18. It's going to be – looks close, okay. but it wasn't. All right. Okay. All right. Listen, Rick, I want to thank you for calling in. I got to slide off, man. You have yourself a good one. And next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, it took me a second to find you, <laughs> so – Nice to see you again. Absolutely. Thank you again for calling. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're going to get to the line. But before we get there, salutes to my guy. Larry Coleman in the chat is going off, all right? Salutes to the savage Larry Coleman. Larry says, I think our defense is licking its chops to tear apart this Paso line. Lord have mercy. We have seen what happened when we got after Josh Allen. Mac Jones is doomed. Larry's talking facts, man. He is doomed. You know what I'm saying? This guy, I'm telling you, this Jets pass rush, Carl Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, Huff, who is playing very well this season for us ever since he's been implemented and been made active, this pass rush has really gotten rolling. Quentin Williams already has seven sacks this year. 
Mac Jones better be on his toes because he's going to be on his butt. I expect big-time hits from this New York Jets defense absolutely bringing it to Mac Jones on a a play-to-play basis. They're going to be getting after this guy, and I can't wait to see it. So listen, again, salute to Larry Coleman. We're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers next. I'm going to my guy, Colin. Colin, I'm coming directly to you. Christy, we'll get to you in a second. Salute to you, my Salute to you, Colin, my guy, man. Listen, we are talking Jets Patriots, all right? There's a lot to discuss here, a lot of people looking at the situation. And I'm wondering, man, do you think that Sulla will have this team ready to go with their heads screwed on straight to go up into – New England and handle business coming off of a bye. Are you concerned about the New York Jets coming out flat on the road against the Patriots? Is that a concern of yours? What's up, Joe? What's up to the savages out there? Um, yeah, you know, when I look at this game, this this one is really tricky, right? Because if we win, I believe we'll be in first place because we, yep. we would beat Miami, Buffalo, and the Patriots. We lose, yep. we're in last place. <laughs> so <laughs> it's 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 crazy, right? Right? You win, you mm-hmm. lose, you lose, you're in last. Um, but you know, listen, they they had a bye week to prepare for this game. You had enough time to digest the film, you know, come up with your plays, you know, get all your playmakers involved. Um, so this is this is a no excuse game. There, there, there's there's no no excuses here, um, other than you know the refs, you know, giving us some lame calls or something like that. So, um, you know, as for Jets fans like myself, I'm I'm so tired of like losing to New England. It's like I'm at I'm at the point where I'm already like writing us off on this game. It's like it's like for me now. It's like I have to I have to see it to believe it. Wow. Um, okay. Because when they played them two when they played them two weeks ago in the Meadowlands, I, I in you know, MetLife, I was like, that's the game we have to win. And we we look horrible. We change we change you know they changed the entire game scheme compared to all the other games that were working. All of a sudden, you know, you you're putting the game on, you know, Zach's hands, you know, on his shoulders to win you know, throwing all over the place, that's not going to win your games. Yeah. You know, I think like he threw now. for like 41 times. So, I think he threw for, yeah. I think he threw 41 times in the last game. Yeah, he was 20 of 41 yeah. for 355 in the last game, had three picks, two touchdowns. Yeah, he was asked to throw a lot. Yeah. And our running game was doing nothing in that game, Colin. I think we only had 51 yards total on the ground. That was well, not a good game. We only ran Rushing the ball, well. we only ran the ball like 15 times. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I don't think we ran it more than 20 times. So, yeah, yeah, you, you know, we're, we're not going to and, – and then we couldn't stop New England running game, which has been an issue yep. for the Jets since I've been following them. They just can't stop running games. So, mm-hmm. you know, they they, 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 they got to come up with whatever plan they're coming up with on the defense to stop New England from running and force Mac Jones to throw the ball. Right, we got good corners, so let force him to throw the ball. Do not let them run the ball. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, do not let New England. If if they're gonna beat us, let them beat us through the year. But do not let yeah. that team beat us on the ground. That's 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 what yeah. I have to say when it comes to that. No, and and yeah. as far that's, as the Jets, before we get there, hold on. Before we get there though, Colin, mm-hmm. I want to go back to the offense and like you talked about, not putting the ball on, not putting the game on Zach Wilson's shoulders and allowing our running game to get going and work through the system. What do you say to those fans that think that unless Zach Wilson goes out? slings the ball around and throws for over 300 yards against the Patriots, they feel like he hasn't turned the corner yet. They're going to still continue to go after him and call him a bust. What do you say to those fans about him just going out there and producing within the system and getting us wins that way? As long as you're winning, Joe, that's all that matters. That's what I have to say to those guys because it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's like basketball. Like, you know, when, if you don't see dunks in a game, it's like the game is boring. You know, in, in football, if you don't see quarterbacks throwing 60 yards down the field, you know, and, and getting a touchdown, it's like he's he's an average quarterback. Mm-hmm. I care about the wins. Yeah. Me, I yeah. care about the wins. I don't, I don't care if Zach throws for under 200 yards every game and the Jets win. You know, at the, mm-hmm. end, at the end of the day, you know, what, what we need Zach to do is be an efficient quarterback right now. Yep. Don't don't make the stupid throws. You know the passes you throw. You know make sure you make sure you're putting it where the receiver or you know running back can catch it and leave it up to them. You know to make the yeah. plays or not. But don't you know these in the ground throws and these throws where you're throwing high over the receiver head. You know correct those mistakes. And that's what yeah. you know, yeah. will make him eventually become a good quarterback. The guy is like 22 or 23 years old. You know, yeah. he's not even like a, a mature person right now. So, you know, yeah. we, 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 you know, you got, you got to be patient with him. That's all I, yeah, that's there's a lot I of, lot, there's him, a, you know, yeah, that's a fact that there's a lot of room to grow with him and he's continuing to develop as a quarterback. And that's what I, I tell people as well, Colin, I think that he has all the tools and we've seen the flashes. We've seen him go out there and be able to put the team on his back. We saw that against the Steelers, but I just look at it like, man, he does not need to do that every single game to, for us to go out here and continue to compete. I've talked to people. I've talked to a bunch of Jets fans. I go back and forth with everybody, and I tell people all the time, if Zach Wilson is just a game manager for the rest of the season, I'm more than happy for that. If we can go out there and get W where he's throwing for somewhere between you know 200 and 220 yards a game or less than that, and our running game is effective and our defense is playing well and he's putting us in positions to win games and not lose them, if he's not costing us by throwing costly turnovers mm-hmm. and all this other stupid stuff and just constantly continuing to allow the, 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 the offense to move the chains, I'm more than happy with that because that's a successful, that's a successful format. We've seen multiple teams win yeah. like that. Hell, the Niners, we, we literally play just – we're supposed to look like the Niners. We're – pretty much looking like the Niners at this point, right? Solid running game, very good defense, it stifles you. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a good quarterback, but they were going to competing for Super Bowls. They were in the playoffs year after year, asking him to be a game manager. Uh, Nobody tells the Tennessee Titans, hey, stop stop handing the ball off to Derrick Henry and have, you know, Ryan Tannehill go out there and throw for 300, 400 yards every game. They don't ask them to do that. The Tennessee Titans have been winning for years doing that. Right? There's multiple other teams yeah. that have said, hell, we did that. That's how we got into the AFC Championship. Solid running game, unbelievable defense that would just choke the life out of you, and a quarterback in Mark Sanchez that we didn't act to do too much. And look where it got us. So, yeah. if you so, you know, with, and I, I don't understand why we can't continue to do that. I'll give you the last word, Colin. 
Yeah. No, I was going to say, listen, Michael Carter, James Robinson, Ty Johnson, you have three guys, you know, feed them the ball, give them the rock, let yeah. them pound and pound and pound on New England. And then, you know, you have you got Mims, you got Wilson, you got Moore, you got Berrios, you, you got Uzama, right, Conklin. They have enough weapons to distribute the ball. Get creative, get everyone involved in the game. Don't don't just be, you know, eye on the target for get you know, Wilson you know, Wilson to Wilson only. You know, mm-hmm. at some point that combination is it is it, it, it's not gonna work. So get all the players involved on Sunday. Distribute that yeah. ball around. You know, spread yeah. it out. No. And and you're talking fast. You know, get, get yeah, get get the short passes, dink and dunk all day, I don't care. You know, eat up yeah. the clock. That's right. You got to do everything yeah. that you can possibly do to try to win, other than just like throwing the ball 50, 60 yards down the field. Yeah, and, and you've got to be so, able to win against the Patriots. Um, you're talking facts there, Colin. You're actually talking facts. Now, before I let yeah. you go, Colin, give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up between the Jets and the Patriots? If they play their cards right and they, 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 they do what they've been doing, all along on all the games they've they've won games. Twenty seven twenty four Jets. I think they Ooh, do okay. <laughs> Colin taking the Jets tonight as well. Listen, Colin, I gotta get yeah. to the rest of the guys on this line. I wanna thank you for calling yep. in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. No worries, you take care, buddy. All right. Listen, we're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five Six zero two nine six three nine five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy Ted. Steve, Chris will come to you in a second. Salutes to you, Ted. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, Ted. Listen. We are talking Jets-Patriots tonight, my friend. What are your expectations for Zach Wilson in this upcoming game? Improve off the last Patriots-Jets game. And don't, don't, be a, don't be a Josh Allen and, and – and, well, I almost cursed – and screw up the game like you did the first yeah. game. Okay. Uh, and let's just – we need to come out, play it very close to the vest. Mm-hmm. And let's let uh, Mac Jones make the mistakes. Let's force Mac okay. Jones into turnovers because he's an average quarterback. Mm. Okay, Joe, we got beat by Lamontre Stevenson last game. Yes. If you yes, go look at his did. stats, yes. he ran and he caught balls. And we, yes. our defense in that game played they played okay, but not great. So. Mm-hmm. They were there were a lot of players that were doing these crossing routes and they were constantly open and I'm like what is going on here? So mm-hmm. I, I think we're going to play a lot of zone. We do play a lot of zone anyway on the defense. Oh, sorry, your question was about Zach Wilson, but I think it's more no, about. No, I mean, go ahead. Speak your mind. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more about forcing the Patriots into mistakes and okay. just minimizing, you know, the the big. Like the like what we did the first game, which was we had they had wide open receivers doing these crossing routes, and I'm like, we need mm-hmm. to eliminate that and 
I would say for Zach, control Matt Judon because he's a game wrecker. And do what you can to help well, him I, on the floor. Gotcha. I, I think it's going to be t- – yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. I think it's, it's going to be tough to control Judon. Again, our offensive line is not yeah. just Judon. It's Bentley, Wise Jr. as well. Our offensive line is going to be true. tested too. And that's, a, that's another question for me as well with you is, you know, we're looking mm-hmm. at Max Mitchell. He's supposed, to re- he's supposed to return to practice this week. It's looking like we'll see if they implement him back into the starting lineup. Would you take the chance mm-hmm. of shaking up the Jets' offensive line chemistry at this point and insert him back at right tackle? Or would you leave Cedric Odebushi out there and just let them kind of roll this week and continue forward with that and maybe have him come back next week? Because, again, he's supposed to be back in practice. The the three-week window is going to open for him to uh, – for them to take him off of IR. So what would you do there? I would stay with what we have right now and then maybe rotate okay. him in in the next few weeks because of the way we dominated Buffalo's defense the second half um, mm-hmm. with the running game and – Zach's going to need some pressure off of him. I mean, this this game yeah. is huge. I don't care what anyone says. This game is huge um, mm. for us to – we really need to get over the hump with this team. Yeah. We really need to get over this hump, and this would set us up, I mean, to win the division, for all we know, the way things are going. Miami's tough. I think Buffalo's – you know, the, the NFL is so up and down. I couldn't even – you can't even name who's going to be in the Super Bowl at this point. You know, who is the yeah, favorite? It's, it's Maybe Kansas year. City. Any other team? Yeah. You could pick 10 teams right now to be in the Super Bowl. No one no one would be shocked. No yeah. one would be shocked. So, I mean, the Titans are there. Titans are playing some good football as well. Like you said, Kansas mm-hmm. City is there. But for the most part, things are moving. We're in the mix right now. We're 6-3. and three. A lot of people of are course. talking about us. We're a scary football team, right? We can come yeah. out. We can run the football. Our defense is playing uh, unbelievable. Like, it's a lot of things moving and shaking out there. And, and again, we're, what we're doing here, it's with a lot of youth, a lot of young talent. The guys we have that are making big impacts are guys that are going to be here for years to come, and I'm excited about it. Now, going back to what we were talking about, the Jets defense matching up with this, this Patriots offense, like you said, Ramadre Stevenson is a guy we got to look at. I think in the last game we mm-hmm. played him, he was their leading rusher and leading wide receiver. Are you concerned mm-hmm. about any of the other weapons outside of him, though? Because, again, we've got Miles and Parker on the outside. I know Parker's dealing with an injury. They also have Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith as well. Do you think our linebackers will be able to cover them and handle them, you know, out there? Because those are two guys that Mac Jones tries to find early and often. Right. Well, I think we got a fun, I, we match up. I think we match up pretty well with any, with any team right now. Um I just think we have to fluster, get to Mac Jones. Hopefully, we can get to him with four pass rushers. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we'll, maybe we'll do mix it up and maybe do a little blitzing and maybe rushing three and dropping eight. You know, and kind of yeah. getting getting more cor- uh, safeties and corners and coverage and try to mm-hmm. you know let them catch the short passes and make the tackle kind of deal. Yeah. Um, the best, yeah. also the best thing for us to do, Joe, is to, uh, you know, run the ball, get 150 yards rushing, and eat the clock, and and you yeah. know, and make it a low-scoring game. It's hard to tell. Yeah. You know, we may have to grind out a low-scoring game and and just have a, the special teams and the kicking game win it for us. Yeah, I mean, playing complimentary football will absolutely suit the Jets. Now, 
Before I let you go, Ted, because you've been bringing some heat, give me your final score mm-hmm. prediction, man, for this game. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up between the Jets and the Patriots? I really would like to see what I said the other day, which was 34-17. And it, you never know in the NFL, but okay. I think it's going to be like a 20-17 to Jets. Jets, Jets okay. win. Obviously, the Jets are coming Go ahead, finish up. We just have so many better players, Joe. We just have okay. we just have to get over the hump. I think this is the week to do it. Okay. Oh, listen, I respect it. I, I cannot wait. Again, mm-hmm. we get this W, it's going to be huge. Listen, Ted, I got to slide off. I got other callers. Yes, Thank sir, you Joe. for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. All right, Joe. Have a good evening. All right, you have a good Take one. It. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers next. I'm going to my guy, Steve. Jeremy, Chris, hold on a second. We'll get to you. We're going to Steve, man. Oh, Steve, listen. We know you know your Jets. Salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Steve, lots to talk about, man. We got this Patriots game coming up. We get this W. We could be first in the AFC East, all right? We're 6-3 and three coming off of a bye. Are you concerned about the New York Jets coming out flat against the Patriots on the road? Do you think Sulla will have this team prepared to play coming off of a bye? Hey, Joe. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me on your show tonight, man. It's always great to hear from you. Well, first of all, before I ask, how was the bye week for you last week? It was phenomenal. You know, got to sit back and just relax and Think about, you know, the Jets getting back out there um, the next week. You know, we got healthy as well. We got some guys, you know, that, that looking like they might be back. And Max Mitchell, the other guys got to rest their bodies as well. It was exciting. It was a good time, man. Going back to your first question, you know, listen, we have a much better team than we did last year. But I do agree with you. Coach Sala does have to get this team prepared, ready to go go on the road on Sunday to play the Patriots in Foxborough. You know, this is our second matchup with them. Obviously, the first matchup didn't go too well. You know, we lost 22-17 to 17 to, to them and that life the first time. We have to come out very, very strong. And the thing is, Joe, yeah, it is a big opportunity for the Jets on Sunday because if the Jets do win on Sunday – we actually will be in first place in the AFC East. And you and now the Jets are finally in a position because we're, we're now coming up to the middle of November where they're finally in a spot for the playoffs as of right now. Usually at around this time of the year for the last few years, we're always talking about going into next season, the draft, free agency, like what we're doing. But no, but this time finally at 6-3, and three, we have a shot at the playoffs as of right now. But, but no, but we got to come out strong. So, all right, y'all, let's yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and say listen, that. listen we, we absolutely do, Steve. We got to come out and really get rolling. I think a big part of us getting a W in this game against the Patriots is our offense has got to come out hot. Now, a big part of that, again, Zach Wilson, he's got to come out and get rolling early. He's got to take care of the football. What are your expectations of him in this upcoming game against the Patriots, Steve? You know, listen. He hasn't played well against the Patriots ever since he came to the NFL. He's always struggled against this team. No, no, listen, Zach has to come out. He's got to come out with some fire in this in this game, you know. 
He heard, he heard a bye week, and, you know, <laughs> he just – You all right, Steve? Wake I'm up. Okay. I'm okay. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Go I'm ahead. Good. I, he's got to come out. He's got to come out, you know, very, very strong. And now that yeah. – um, and now facing against the Patriots this Sunday, I mean, you know, listen, the Patriots are coming off of a bye as well because, unfortunately, they had the same bye week as we did, which was week 10 last week. But, you know, the thing is about going into Foxborough, listen, the Patriots are definitely a much better team in Foxborough. I mean, because, you know, it is their home stadium. And the last time that the New York Jets ever won a regular season game, Joe, in Foxborough against the Patriots was back in 2008. I'm not, I'm not concluding the – okay, because that was a playoff game, 2011 – because obviously that was the last time we ever won at Gillette Stadium. But I'm talking about the regular season, okay? Not yeah. including the play, but back in the regular season, we haven't won in Foxborough since 2008. This is a golden opportunity to finally end that streak on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think a big part of that is ensuring that our defense comes out and gets after Mac Jones. Do you think we'll be able to effectively get pass rush on him, even though, you know, again, Rankins is going to be out against this game? Do you think our defensive line will still be able to get pressure on Mac Jones without Rankins? Oh, absolutely, Joe, because remember, our lately this year, our best pass rusher has been Bryce Huff. Huff has been our best pass rusher alongside with Carl Lawson. I think with those two, if we could get after Mac Jones, Mac Jones, like we did, because remember, in the last game, our defense sacked Mac Jones six times the first time we played New England. We got to mm-hmm. it six times that game, Joe, and guess what happened? We lost. Yeah. The to this game is is putting the pressure on Mac Jones yet again and we're stopping Rashard Stevenson because Stevenson was one of the other reasons why we lost the game to the Patriots the first time we played them because he did run the ball against us well the first time we played them. That's one of the key things, too, on Sunday. Then the other thing is it's on Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has to play a full, complete game. He's got to try to not turn the ball over against New England. I mean, I think, listen, I think the Patriots have have a good defense. Their offense, is, their offense to me is ass besides the fact that he's got Hunter Henry and John U. Smith, like you mentioned <laughs> earlier in the show, Ed Stevenson, the yeah. running back, which I did talk to you about. But I'll tell you what, yeah. if, if, if Mac Jones cannot throw the ball and if we stop Stevenson, that's the key way to win. Okay, yeah, listen, I hear you. Now, you're talking about key ways to win. That leads me to my final question for you, Steve. Give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up between the Jets and the Patriots? I I think I think Joe Joe this game it's going to be a close game, and mm-hmm. I and as of right now going into this game we're three point underdogs against the Patriots as of now, mm-hmm. but I think this is the game where we finally get our revenge on Bill Belichick and the Patriots and Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. My final. Score prediction for this game is I am going to give the Jets a twenty-four to fourteen win in Foxborough. 
Talk that talk, Steve. Listen, I want We're to thank you for calling Yeah, this was a phenomenal call from you, my friend. Thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? Good night, Joe. Bye-bye. All right. Listen, Steve called in with some heat. He called in with some heat. He brought his takes, and he, he let everybody know what time it was. Salutes again to Steve. I want to thank him for calling in. We'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers, all right? But before we get back to the lines, my guy GVH in the chat, he's going off salute to the Savage G. He's asking, evening, LBJ and Savages, what do you think is different this time around in New England, both on offense and defense, in order to win? Um, for me, I think the thing that's going to be different this time in New England on offense is less turnovers. If we're going to get a W around here, Zach Wilson has to go in there, take care of the football, not run around like a crazy person and spin around like a ballerina and throw picks and try to force balls where they don't belong. I think as long as we play ball control offense, I think we run the ball, that's going to be a change as well. I think our running game will be more effective in this game than it was in the last one. And I think that that will really help lift the Jets' offense and do something different than we did in the first one. And I think uh, defense, I, I personally thought when we played solidly last time we played the Patriots on defense, what it was was it was the turnovers and our offense stalling. I think our pass rush will be able to get after Mac Jones. We saw that. We saw Huff. Uh, Bryce Huff caused an, an interception in that game with Mac Jones, rushing him and was actually able to get, the, get, get his hands on Mac Jones, which forced him to throw an interception because he couldn't get the ball out the way he wanted to. And we were just, you know, absolutely kind of mauling him and getting after him most of the game. But I think our defense was solid. It was our offense that was stalling. So I think that that's going to be the big change for us uh, offensively. And maybe we get more turnovers as well defensively because, again, you put pressure on Mac Jones. And that boy going to get a ball up. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, Mac Jones, not very good. I mean, I'm keeping it real, you know. Mac Jones, he's, he stinks, man. Let's keep oh, it real. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. He stinks. So I'm going to keep it all the way real with you. So we're going to be back to the lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Salute to all the savages in the, cat, in the chat. Keep going on, and we'll come back to you as well. You know what I'm saying? We talk to the savages in the chat as well. So we're, we're going to continue with these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. If you want to give to the platform, the Super Chat's there. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So now we're going to get back to these lines. I'm going to my guy, Jeremy. Chris will come to you next. Jeremy salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. For those of you that do (laughs) not know, okay, let's be serious here. Jeremy. Listen, Jeremy, this is a guy that knows his Jets. All right, let's keep it real. Salutes to you, Jeremy. We're going up against the Patriots. We're talking Jets-Patriots tonight. Give me your thoughts about this upcoming game. Do you think Robert Sulla will have this football team ready to go? And do you think the Jets staff will be able to make adjustments properly against the Patriots in this upcoming game? Oh, absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm extremely confident. Extremely confident. Um, mm. um, personally, I think we, 
you know, this one little one little thing happened in that last game that just turned the whole game around, really. And it was that penalty that took away the – it was a 10-point swing. Yeah. Took away the 6-6, yep. and it was just um, – it changed the whole game because – if that if that if that penalty doesn't take place, if the, the refs don't call it because it was kind of, I know understand the rules, but it was kind of a weak call. But it was also a bonehead move by JSM to do it in the first place because he didn't have to. But if you erase that play and we're seventeen to three, mm-hmm. that's a completely different football game. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's a completely different game. Zach is never in the position to make those mistakes because he never would have had to try. He would have been in that position where he was trying to be play hero ball because we would have had a lead, and I think that we would have been much more conservative, and and those plays would not have happened. Mm. Okay, yeah, um, listen, I think I'll, I'll hear you. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Look, and if you consider the fact that you look at those three turnovers, they were devastating turnovers. You look at that yeah. penalty that was a ten point swing. We still only lost by five points. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean the, so, the, but the turnovers were the turnovers are killing us. But like you said as well, that that before the half that situation, like you said, that them taking those you know the the, the interception uh, off the board, the interception got returned for a touchdown off the board. It really did have us reeling, and then they came out in the second half and were able to make the proper adjustments. And that's where we saw Ramondre Stevenson really get going as well and make some plays. Now. We talked about Zach Wilson just briefly a second ago, and you talked about the hero ball and how he needs to – he wouldn't have been put in those situations. What are your expectations for him coming into this game, man? Because a lot of people are looking at him right now and saying, hey, this guy needs to show us consistently that he can go out there and make it happen. What are your expectations for Zach against the Patriots? I think that he – I think he learned a lesson in that New England game for the final time, and I think the evidence was how he came out against Buffalo. I think that that was like, you know, last year he did it a couple of times. And, you know, this year he was rolling along and mm-hmm. he was, he tried to do it one more time. Sometimes you revisit your mistakes, right? Sometimes it's not always, oh, you fix a mistake and it's right. Re- you know, sometimes you revisit things in your career and your life and in different aspects of your life. And Zach Wilson did that. Like he, he was rolling, we were doing fine and he, reverted back to something he had done last year because he's a competitor. It's just part of him. He wants to win. He wants to make it happen. And sometimes he loses that focus. I think that this, that, I think that was the, the final thing, you know, not that he'll never make mistakes in his career ever, but I think that meltdown changed him. I think, and I think the change was evident when he played Buffalo. He came out and he mm. taught himself a lesson the way he played against Buffalo. And that, and that lesson was take what the defense gives you take, you know, like live to fight another day. Don't put yourself in, in, in a risky situation or a situation where you're going to risk the game on one play. I, I really believe that there was a, there was a big step forward for him. Like to, to go from that new England game and to turn it around and have that game against Buffalo. And I'm expecting him the rest of the season to be, he might not be the guy he was against Buffalo every week, right? He might not have a 101 quarterback rating every week. I'm not going to put that yeah. expectation on him, but I think he's, I don't think he's ever going to be the guy he was against New England again, or not, not that very much in his career. Will you ever see him have games like that that are that bad? But at the same time, I think he'll have a lot more games where you'll see him similar to the guy he was against Buffalo. Mm. Okay. Okay. Now, 
I think a big thing that's going to be uh, being looked at as well as the Jets' offensive line, look, they got Bentley, they got Judon, they got Wise Jr. They're going to bring pressure because, as you know as well, Zach has struggled against pressure this year. Now, with us having Max Mitchell supposedly returning to practice this week, that opens up a window for the Jets to you know, put, get him back and take him off the IR. If you're the Jets coaching staff right now, would you take Max Mitchell off the IR and implement him back into the starting lineup with the offensive line and kind of shake up the chemistry? Or would you continue to go forward with what we have right now, play against the Patriots, and maybe implement Max Mitchell after this week? How would you handle this situation along the offensive line? I would base it on what I saw in practice. I mean, I don't know what kind of shape he's in. You know, mm-hmm. and if he if he, if he's out of sync, I mean, he's a rookie, right? He was getting better each week, but an injury like that makes yeah. time to set a rookie. He, you know, if veterans come back, rookies might they need to reprogram and learn again. We also yeah. don't know if he's in football shape at all. Um, but if he if he was able, you know, if he's been healthier lately, like if he had a lot of time, he's been staying fit in shape. He comes back and he looks great. I mean, look, the, the play at right tackle has been digestible. It has mm-hmm. not been good. It's been digestible. Like, I, I, have, you know, Cedric, I have no, nothing against him. He, 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 you know, he's done enough for us not to lose. He's, you know, like, yeah. But we've had, to, we've had to work around it. If Max Mitchell he comes back right. and, you know, and practices. No, he did all right. He did, uh, considering mm-hmm. it's, we're talking about six, what is he, our sixth tackle? We went six deep. You know, like, I mean, this guy was yep. literally taken off the garbage. So he did fine. I have no complaints at all um, about what he did. But if Max Mitchell is clearly better and in football shape and he shows it in practice, then I think you have to do it. But I, 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 at the end of the day, I trust our coaching staff. That's the big thing about being a Jet fan that's so different, right, in, in, a, in a long time, in a lot of years that I could sit there and say, I trust our coaching staff. If Max Mitchell mm. is slated to be the starter on Sunday, I trust our coaching staff. Whereas I, I couldn't yeah. have said that before last for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said as well, I, I trust the staff too, but there's a big question that I'm starting to have, right? This guy, Elijah Moore, he's really good. I know the Jets fans are upset with the way that he handled the situation, requesting a trade and stuff, but he's talented. And we've kind of moved on from that. We've moved past it. All right, he's, he's back on the field now. Do you think that they'll make a concerted effort to get him the football in this game? Because they're publicly coming out. They came out already and announced that he's been moved to the slot where he should have been most of the time in my mind anyway because that's where he saw success last season. That's honestly why he was drafted. From the second he was drafted, I was told he was going to be a slot guy that was going to get – number one wide receiver type targets, especially with Mims on the outside at the time, Mims on the outside and, and Corey Davis on the outside, which then turned into Gary Wilson on the outside and Corey Davis on the outside and Mims just on the outs at one point. What are your expectations from Elijah Moore going forward in this offense, and do you think we'll see him get a boatload of targets in this upcoming game against the Patriots, especially with Corey Davis dealing with that MCL injury and being day-to-day? Well, I think and I expect that this move was made just in time because the thing about Elijah Moore is, is in the slot, he can get off the line of scrimmage a lot faster and he can get into a route a lot faster into the middle of the field. And I think we were, you were just talking about it before. Um, what are we going to do about this Patriots defensive line, right? They can get at the quarterback. 
we have to get rid of the ball fast. But what a perfect time mm. to have Elijah Moore playing the slot because mm. that's, where he, that's where he could get open in a hurry. That's where we can have that one-two throw and utilize Elijah Moore. So this is the perfect situation for Elijah Moore right now, and this is exactly where we need him. This is the game we need him more than any other game we've played because we need a guy who can get off the line of scrimmage and open so Zach can go one-two pass. And yep. then, obviously, those aren't going to be deep passes. So you need the kind of talent that can do something after the, the, the ball is caught, um, you know, get that yak. And I think, look, Elijah Moore is going to be great at that. I think it's the perfect time for him to be in the slot. I do expect them to really try. I mean, he's got to get open. He might be the first. You know, I mean, really trying to get him into the game plan, what is it really? It's calling. And you could have one play called three different ways. And oh, the only thing that changes is who's first in the progression. Who is the quarterback mm. looking at first? So there might be a lot of plays where, where Zach looks at him first. He's got to get off the line of the scrimmage and get to where he needs to be. Otherwise, Zach has to look, you know, look to number two. So that's up to Elijah. Yeah. You know, like if he can get off that line of scrimmage and get where he needs to be, then I, I expect to see a lot of quick passes to him where he'll have the opportunity to turn him into more yards. I don't think um, that that's going to take a guy like Garrett Wilson out of the game plan. Because Garrett Wilson's a guy who, you know, they'll find a way to utilize him. It's not like, you know, they'll be – if we're successful running the ball, we have some success, and we're able to make those quick passes to Elijah, New England has to adjust. And that adjustment will lead to play action and it'll lead to situations where we can get the ball to Garrett Smith as well. So, And also, I don't know if Corey Davidson will be fully ready, but I still – I like the direction Mims has been going lately. You know, I really do. And Mims is another perfect guy to that you could throw a quick out to, a quick pass to. Yeah. That's really yep. good at creating that yards after catch. So I think we got yep. the weapons, but I think the play calling has gotta be designed to help Zach get that ball out really fast. Mm-hmm. Well, Zach has also got to step up the fact and re- in fact in recognizing what the defense is doing too, because a lot of times when they bring pressure, he looks to. Go back to the BYU stuff, which is run around, run outside and just yeah. launch the football downfield. He's got to be able to recognize faster what the defense doing and just get the ball out of his hands and make the boring play like they keep saying. A lot of a lot of his struggles yep. this year is against pressure. He's bad against pressure. He's got to stop trying to just do the sexy play, make the small boring play, get the ball to the guy, your check down, the guy coming across accurately. And, let, you know, let that guy go up and pick up the yardage from the open space that's behind him. So, going to the defensive side of the ball with you, Jeremy, because you've been cooking. Listen, do you think the New York Jets will be able to get past rush against Mac Jones without rankings on the field, man? We know he's dealing with the injury. Are you expecting this Jets defensive line to continue to maul and absolutely bring havoc to Mac Jones? Yeah, because this, this defensive line is not based on any one player. You know, and if you had to pick one, it would probably be Quinn and Williams. But if you said it was really based on one player, and that's more for up the middle run, and when quarterbacks are forced, you know, to step up in the pocket. But it really is a very well balanced, deep room for us. So look, mm. yeah, we'll miss Rankins. He was playing well, but you know, people don't realize it against Buffalo. But I think Shep had his best game as a Jet. I mean, I, for, I've been on this guy for a year and a half mm-hmm. saying, why is he on the team? Why is he on the team? And finally, yep. against Buffalo, of all teams, that was Shep's best game as a Jet. But I, yeah. in my memory. 
Um, he played really solid. Um, obviously, we're going to need Solomon Thomas to step up. I wouldn't be shocked if you see a mix of Clemens and JFM in playing a little bit in the middle. Like, oh, I wouldn't okay. be surprised if they mix those guys in, um, especially if, if, you know, and that'll just tell us how much faith they have in Solomon Thomas. Like if, if you start mm-hmm. seeing JFM and Clemens rotating in and playing on the inside, that will kind of answer the question for you, you know, but I think we have a lot of versatility on this defensive line. Um, I fully, I'm very confident. I, I feel the defense is getting better every week. And I'm yeah. really confident we're we're gonna our defense is gonna be fine. We're gonna they're gonna win us this game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, Jeremy, you're bringing the heat. My last question before I let you go, man. If you look at this Patriots offense, you, let's say if you were playing on a Jets defense, you look at this Patriots offense. What to you is the scariest offensive weapon that you have? When you look at it and they say, hey, if we shut this guy down, the Patriots, you know, it's gonna absolutely give us more of a chance to get this W. What? Patriots offensive weapon would you look at and say, hey, we got to get this guy and stop him and corral him? I, I, I guess you, I, you know, I never fear a running back. To me, the, to me, it's ne- it's very rarely about the running back. I mean, there are special ones, right? They can break a big play or something mm-hmm. like that. It's not so much Stevenson. It's not so much the running back. I think the thing that I would worry about, or the thing I think that we would have to do, is I'm not. I, they have poor quarterback play. I'm not worried about that because we are really good at making quarterbacks look bad now. Um, I, to me, it's about stopping their scheme, their running scheme, right? So we're in a position to stop that running back. I'm not afraid of the running back. I don't think he has this ability to, and he's not, he's not special compared to some of the guys we've already played. We've played against the toughest running back. This is about our, this is about our scheme, our defensive running scheme and winning in the trenches and beating their scheme to stop their running back. I tell you, Ramadre, I, I get it, but Ramadre is – I know people don't – Ramadre, to me, is a very good back in this league. And like you said, they he can run the ball. It's not just about handing the ball off, but him coming out the backfield as a wide receiver, I think a lot of people don't, don't see this guy has it. I'm telling you, he has it. And there's a lot of issues with them. A lot of their weapons are, you know, not performing. But Ramadre Stevenson, that guy's something serious. But I hear you, Jeremy. You look at that, we got, we got to figure it out. But I think we'll be able to corral him and handle business. Now, last before I let you go, give me your final score prediction. Jets, New England, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? <laughs> the Jets win 23-6. to six. Ooh, 23-6. to six. That was immediate. <laughs> Jeremy coming out the gate twenty three to six. Let's get it. Listen, Jeremy, before I let you go, man, give everybody your you know, your 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 ways to reach you. You do your YouTube, you do phenomenal content. Let everybody know about it really quickly. Oh it's just simply Jets Chaos. So J E T S, second word chaos, C H A O S. And I'm on you know, as you know, um live every Wednesday night and uh Mm-hmm. Video is always coming out and everything like that. So very easy to find on YouTube. Just chaos. Yes. Listen, Jeremy does phenomenal stuff. Listen, Jeremy, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, my friend? All right, man. Any, anytime I can, I do. You know that. Absolutely. You have yourself a good night. Thanks, man. Take care. All right, peace. Listen, Jeremy called in with some... some- <laughs>
Jeremy calling in with some heat. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Chris. David, will come to you in a second. Salutes to you, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, this man, Chris, he's a savage, man. I Salutes to you, Chris. Listen, we're talking Jets, Patriots. We got this game coming up, man. What are your expectations for Zach Wilson? <laughs> why do I have a – why am I getting a bad omen about this game all of a sudden? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. I'm getting a bad omen about this game. This is not Matt Live. This is Foxborough. This is enemy territory. <laughs> I mean – we all know what happened last time. I don't know, Joe. I don't know. I, I, I'm I ultimately concerned right now. Okay. Well, what concerns you? I mean, what do you, what do you think Zach Wilson's going to do? You think he comes out and has a repeat performance where he throws a bunch of interceptions against New England again? Wrong. I'm worried he's going to get destroyed like last time. Whoa, you're talking about him getting hit a lot, taking a lot of shots. Bingo. Whoa, okay So you're concerned about our offensive line You don't think our running game is going to be able to To kind of carry the load as well Against the Patriots defense Not even close We all know what kind of person Belichick is I mean, us Jets mm. fans We have to deal with them every year I mean, he knows our movements he, He's always two or three steps ahead of us Let's be real here, Joe Savages, do you really believe that we are going to be able to outsmart Belichick. Let's be real here. This is this is not MetLife. This is New England now. There's going to be a whole bunch of Patriot fans taunting us, and this is going to be all, and Belichick's going to be ready to take us out. I mean, wow, it is. I mean, <laughs> I'm just being realistic. Okay. I mean, I've seen them. No, look. I've seen us play against them, and it's been what 2,000 years since we we never win a game at Foxborough. We all know that. Hmm. Okay. Well. Listen, Chris, you're speaking your – you're giving us your take. Now, you're talking about the Jets' offense struggling. You think that they're going to be dominated, you know, not really get things going. But what about the Jets' defense? Don't you think the Jets' defense will be able to get some pass rush on Mac Jones? Don't you think that Sawson and Reed will be able to shut down their wide receivers? Once again, Belichick will be analyzing the play. He's going to – we wow. know what he does to rookies. We all we all knew. Remember what he did when Zach was a rookie, and remember he's gonna do the same thing. This is again, as much as I don't want to admit it, this guy is one of the best coaches in the league. I'm gonna wash my mouth after I say as I said that. Um, wow. He knows he knows our he knows our weakness. He knows what we're capable of. I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> oh, okay. I just Chris, don't listen. So my. My final question, I hear you. My final question before I let you go. I respect your takes. I think we'll be okay, but you think we're going to stink it up. What is your final score prediction for the Jets-Patriots? Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Here's a trivia question for you, Joe, and that trivia question will have the answer. The last time we played the Patriots at Foxborough, what was the final score? I don't know. Off the top of my head, give it to me. 54 to 13 Patriots. You think we're going to lose? Wow. Come on. History repeats itself, Joe. History repeats itself. 
Listen, Chris, I want to thank you for calling in. You, you know, that's a bold take. I, I don't agree with it, but I hear you. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? Me too. All man. right. Listen, Chris is, whoa, he called in. and just Everybody was taking the jets. We were feeling good, and Chris said, uh, no, <laughs> we're going to get blown out, 53. Cool. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to David. 718 will come to you directly after David. Listen, David, salute to you. I'm going to thank you for calling in. We're coming off of a call where Chris is saying we're going to get blown out. What are your expectations of Zach Wilson in this game against the Patriots? Chris, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll help him out. I'm going to pull a little Mick Jagger here. Remember, I'm kind of old. I'm 58. I'm going to come to everybody's emotional rescue. I come to your emotional rescue. We don't want to be giving too much hype to the Patriots. And if anybody's doubting, let's just take a look at last week's tape. The Buffalo yeah. Bills. We, fig- we figured it out. The Patriots got lucky last time, Joe. They got mm, lucky. Okay. They, they beat us. Yeah. But we had some bad breaks. They got Zach kind of on a on a leash. I don't like that word. But they got him now where we know what he can do and can't do. And I think mm-hmm. they'll control Zach. They'll see what Belichick is given, and they're going to take it. And that's going to be just enough because we're going to lay the, the we're going to lay the wood on them. We're going to take them out okay. to the to the wood shack. We're going to give them the spanking okay. they deserve. They deserve a good spank. Okay. They deserve to be punished for last year's 50 running up the score, and we're going to get it this time. Now it's going to be cold. You know, it's going to be a little Mm -hmm. chilly. You got the Patriot crowd there, but I think we got the goods, and I think it's in them. I think the Bills game proved that we can play with anybody, and they can Mm -hmm. be beaten. So we're going to win this one. Now, now when when you're talking about winning this game, and I love the energy that you're bringing, David, I'm looking at our defense, and I'm like, Sauce Reed, I think they'll be able to lock up My- uh, Myers and Parker, the, the Patriots wide receivers. I'm looking at Jonu Smith and, and Hunter Henry. I'm looking at that matchup with our linebackers, I'm a little worried. How concerned are you about that matchup, and are you, do you think our linebackers will be able to handle those guys in coverage? This is where my concern is. I'm worried about the Patriots. How, how banged up are they going to be after this game? How many guys are going to be hobbling off that field legally? Because our oh. guys, I think, figuring this thing out. We ain't getting these cheap penalties anymore. We're not taking oh. them cheap penalties. We're going to hit okay. them. We're going to hit them hard. We're going to hit them fair. We're going to hit them legally. We're going to keep the zebras out of the game. I think the defense is going to lay the wood to them. I really do. Okay. I'm not worried okay. about this game. Yeah, okay. Not at all. And I know that sounds puffed up, but here's the thing, Joe. Here's the thing. Listen, yeah, it's pop. look what we did pop. to the Bills. The Bills are better than the Patriots. I know they're struggling a little bit. The NFL, anybody can beat anybody any given week. But the Jets are for real. they got enough solid um, players in each category. And yeah. they, they're going to win this one. They got it. They're better okay. than the Patriots. Okay. Well, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Patriots, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? I think we're going to give them the beating they deserve, but I don't think we're going to throw down a lot of points. We're going to score just enough on offense. So I give the offense eight points. I'm giving our defense 12 points. So that's we're going to get 30. The Patriots are coming away with 12, 30 to 12. Okay. 
30 to 12. He says 30 to 12. Yes. All right, 30 to 12. I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good yeah. night. That's right, and I'll check back in and celebrate with everyone. Absolutely. Salute. Listen, David calling in with some – he said 30 to 12. <laughs> Ooh, he even gave us a little, you know, Mick Jagger. You know, I like that. I like that. He gave us a little little vocals there. I'm feeling it. Okay, we'll keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 number. Call in. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, subscribe if you have not subscribed and hit that notification bell, all right? You want to give to the platform, Super Chat's there. Cash App is at the bottom of the stream. Anything that you give is greatly appreciated. Next, we're going to Phenom, man. We're going to Phenom, and I want to hear from him, okay? For those of you that do not know, Phenom. What's up, Joe? Salute, man. How are you? you? Calling in. I'm all right. I'm all right, Listen, no I doubt, want to thank no you for calling in. Give me your thoughts, man. Jets, Patriots, what do you expect out of Zach Wilson in this football game, man? Do you think he'll be able to bounce back from the bad game that he had against the Patriots the first time this season? Uh, yes, no doubt. Um, let me let me go back to some of the callers. Uh, Chris, he, he definitely got some emotional rescue from David. Thank, good, good job by David. Um, but you know, this is this is this is where I want to go with this. You know, styles styles make fights, and it makes football mm-hmm. games too. We uh, I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like Chris, and I'm not. But the Jets do have some concerns. Um, New England's power running game could give us some problems. You know, yeah. um, unlike Buffalo, Buffalo doesn't have the great power running game, uh, unless you think Allen, you know, Josh Allen's a, a power running back, but they have some elements of their game that can give us a problem. So, um, but but we have a good, pretty good formula. We've been having a pretty good formula with uh, Zach Wilson, uh, not making a big mistake, running the football, playing great defense. That's been our formula for success this season. And, and so, yeah. uh, we should go into this game um, uh, with some with some renewed vigor. I mean. Um, uh, James Robinson played pretty good the first time. I mean, for us last week in his debut as a Jet, and 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 Michael Carter has played excellent, and the defense has played great. So mm-hmm. going into this game, you know, this is a big one for us. This can send a clear message of what kind of team we're going to be. We can be contenders or pretenders. I'm betting on yeah. the contender part, not the pretender mm-hmm. part. We're not pretenders anymore. This this is for yeah. this is can set us up for the rest of the season, um, so that's where I'm at, Joe. So peace no, to listen, you guys, you, you and the savages, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I hear you. I hear you, Phenom. Now, my next question and my final question before I let you go is: you look at this, you look at the the offense here, and I think that's one of the biggest question marks is Elijah Moore. What do you think is going to happen with him in this game? Do you think he's going to be he's going to have heavy targeted heavy targets? Do you think the Jets offensive staff will be absolutely invested in getting the football in this guy's hands now that they've moved him to the slot? I think you, I think you have to. I mean, we don't want to force feed anybody. We want we huh. want New England I do. not to know not to know where the punch, not to know where the punch is coming I, from. Listen, I, I hear you, Phenom. 
I want to force feed people if it's working. If we can get a lot no, of no, people in football I, and it's working, force feed them. Garrett Wilson, no, no, I, no, 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 no. I hear that. I, I hear you. Go I hear you, Joe. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you make your point. Oh, I'm just saying, oh, if it's okay. working, I want to force feed you. No, if it's if if it's working, we we don't we don't stop we don't stop throwing the blow until they stop it. I agree, but yeah. initially initially we have to we have to have the 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 balanced attack. I want them. I want to hit them with the right, the yeah. left, the the right knee, yeah. the right elbow, the left knee, the left elbow. I want them. Yeah. I want them to be like stopping the fight because they don't know where the punch is coming from. That, that's what I yeah. want. I want Bill Belichick to kneel before us. That's what I really want. But um, okay. but but if we beat them by one or one hundred, it's fine with me. Just as long okay. as we get okay. the dub. So before I let you go, Phenom, you're bringing the heat right now. Give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this well, game ends up between the Jets and the Patriots? This this game this game is probably going to be uh, tight. Um, it's it, it's it could be. Uh, I'll say I'll say this. It's twenty one. It's twenty one seventeen Jets, and I'll take it. Ooh, okay, okay, twenty one seventeen Jets. Phenom has spoken. <laughs> Listen, Phenom, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, man, I want to hear from you, man. You got some tech. No, no doubt, Joe. Take care. All right, you have a good one. Listen, Phenom calling in. All right, man. Whew, what a show. A lot of heat spit, okay? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and close out the show now. I'm going to give you my prediction. Listen, I think that Zach Wilson comes out in this game and plays very controlled. I think that he's learned. I think he's going to come out and take what the defense gives him and make just the boring play. That's what I think he's going to do. I think he's going to hit his check down. I think he's going to be accurate. And I think when it calls for it, I do think that Zach Wilson will use, utilize his feet in this football game. I could see him running for a couple first downs, you know, maybe two, three, just to continue to keep drives moving. But I think that Zach Wilson is definitely going to win this game I tipped my hand there when I said win this game, but I think he's going to work this game from the pocket. Uh, I do expect our running game to be a lot better than it was in the first, than it was in the first game. I think that we will rush for much more than 51 yards. Um, I can see us running for over at least over 100, 120 yards against the Patriots with uh, Michael Carter and James Robinson combined. Um, I think that that's going to be much better, and I think that's going to open things up as well. I think Elijah Moore will find his way. I think that this is going to be the game where Elijah Moore really makes his imprint on the offense this season. I don't know why I feel like that, but I just do. I think that this is going to be the game for this season where we go, okay, Elijah Moore is getting worked back in. That's just how I feel. I could also see Garrett Wilson um, having a big game here too um, and making some, some key plays as he usually does, especially with Corey Davis and his, you know, health kind of, you know, uh, with a big question marks around of whether he'll play in this game or not, which, again, right now with that MCL injury is looking uh, more like he probably won't play, but we'll see. Uh, defensively, I think the Jets' pass rush gets after Mac Jones. I think they hassle him early, force him into some turnovers. I think Sauce and Reed just lock up Myers and, and, and Parker. Uh, I do think that the tight ends, particularly Hunter Henry, for some reason in my mind, is definitely going to be able to do some work. So I'm a little concerned about him. And I think that we keep the clamps over Madre Stevenson. I don't think he 
you know, we absolutely shut him down, but I don't think he goes as, as, as crazy as he did in the first game. Again, being their leading rusher and their leading, uh, you know, wide receiver. I think he had 70-something yard, 70 yards rushing and, you know, 70-something yards receiving as well. I think he, we get him less, totals, uh, less, less total yards than that. So, with all that said, I am taking the New York Jets to beat the New England Patriots 23 to 14, 23 to 14. I'm taking the Jets. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and close it out now. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Oh, wait, before we get to that, before I close it out, I put a poll in the chat and the savages have spoken. Okay. The savages have spoken. Salute to all the savages that have voted on it. 88% of the savages say that they believe that we will beat the Patriots. 88%. Only 11% think that we won't. So there you have it. All right? There you have it. So we've got to close down the show. We're getting short on time. Let me go ahead and get back to closing it out. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter, at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe. Okay, my personal page is at YoungJ000. Again, at YoungJ000. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. Comes back next year, he's going to be dominating the same way he did this year. You want a good offensive lineman to go to USC. Fight on, okay? So come on over, follow me. I'll go right back, follow you right back. You want to troll me? We'll be down there. You know what I'm saying? I'm also on YouTube as well. Okay, come on over to YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Type that in, subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And if you want to troll me on there, no issues. Get in the comments, comment, and we'll troll each other. I'll go right back and forth with you. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for listening, watching, calling in, taking the times out of your day to interact with your boy. You folks are the absolute greatest. And, again, anyone, everyone, Get involved with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. I want to thank Amy Costa for coming on tonight and sharing everything that they do over there at the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, helping uh, the community and serving the people that need it the most. Again, cfbnj.org. Get involved any way you can. You folks have a good one. Peace.